Welcome to Chapter 3 of HealthSystemCIO.com's interview with Mark Lauteren, CIO at University of South Alabama Health System. In this segment, Lauteren talks about how the health system and university work together to manage data, the CIO mentors he has always tried to emulate, and why communication is critical in increasing buy-in and engagement. Well, that brings me to uh, the other kind of uh, disaster, but uh, the one that you can't help. And from where you're located, have you had to deal with any um, business continuity issues or any, uh, you know, natural disasters or anything like that? And or if if, if not, uh, do you have good plans in place for that? I personally haven't here yet. Um, mm-hmm. Mobile has been hit. I think the last one was Hurricane Ivan. I believe it was a little over 10 years ago, maybe maybe more, um, that hit Mobile directly. Obviously, any time a um, hurricane hits the Gulf Coast, it, it's a challenge to the organization. Um, we do have a, a DR plan. We've got a, a very strong data center that's, again, based out on campus and, and backups of those as well as um, facility backups. So we've got multiple data centers. Our data is spread and replicated across. We believe that that you know, like anything else, it's only as good as uh, good as the next time it happens. But we believe that we're ready for that. Um, you know, we can only test and test and retest until hopefully, hopefully it's all working right. And and when it actually happens, hopefully it doesn't. But you know, again, it, it, what people here tell me is every 10 to 15 years, this area gets hit with a hurricane, um, yeah. some stronger than others. So it's not a matter of wh- if again. It, in those kinds of situations, it, you can't just bury your head and hope it doesn't happen. You just have to be ready for it and and try and test your plans and hope hopefully they work out right when the time comes. Yeah. And now, as, as far as you mentioned the, the data center, so I guess that that falls under the university. But so how does that that yes. affect how does that affect you and and your role? So our, my primary data center is out on campus, and they have a very large data center that we share with them. We also have a, a medium-sized data center at our medical center and a small data center at our children's hospital. So right now we replicate data between the medical center and the campus, and then, of course, we keep tape back up in an off-site location from those. So basically that means we have a very strong relationship with our my campus counterpart. Um, so we meet regularly, myself and my assistant CIO meet regularly with, with our counterparts out on campus. We actually do a, an integrated plan every year, so we sit down and we talk about how we want to do things and how those interact. Um, we're, we're in the process, actually, next month we have to uh, do an update on the board to the board about how our plans, our joint plans, will be going forward together. So we try and, try and keep each other well-informed. Um, since they actually do a, a fair amount of my infrastructure for the health system, it uh, we have to be in lockstep. We can't afford not to be. Okay. Okay. So it seems like it's a it's an arrangement that that seems to work for everybody. Yeah, it's 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 been in place for quite a while, and they're they're good folks. They're they're doing really good job for us, um, and you know I I can't complain at all. They they know what they need to do. They do it well, not just for for us, but for themselves as well. So it's, you know, in, in some some ways, it's kind of like having a third party do all of my data center infor- information systems. In some ways, it's not because we're we both to the same person, the head of the university, Dr. Waldrop. But you know, so it makes it a little more like dealing with your brother, so to speak. You know, right. you know, saying you know you you can't choose your brother, but you're going to live with him forever. So 
you know, they, they do a good job for us, and we, we've not had any major disagreements. Okay. We want them to do it cheaper and do more for it, but, you know, that's, that, I don't care who it is. You're always going to want that. Of course. <laughs> All right. Now, going back to, uh, to, to your, your career path a little bit, you've been there about two and a half years. Now, this was your mm-hmm. first uh, CIO role, though, correct? Correct. So before this, I was a IT director for two different uh, organizations, one up in Michigan, one out in Oregon. And before that, I worked for Intel for a number of years. So I've, I've worked at a, a few different places. I worked in consulting for SAIC for many years as well worked for them for eight and a half years. So they, they sent me all over the world and all over the U.S. and Intel did the same. So I've, good or bad, done a lot of things in IT in my 30-some years of IT. Um, but I think I, I had a couple of great mentors in, in Oregon. I worked for a gentleman by the name of Dennis Sato, who's uh, now mostly retired. He does sort of contract CIO work, and he's been a, had been a CIO. I think at the time he'd been about 20 years at different organizations, and so now he's probably been doing it 30, 35 years. And then when I was up in uh, Michigan, I worked for a guy by the name of Rick Warren, who when I got there had been there 26 years as the CIO. And, and again, just both of them great guys, really knew how to run a good shop, and they were very good mentors, and hopefully I can – do half as well as them. Okay. I mean, obviously you had you had a lot of great experience, but just not this particular role. And was this something that you had uh, kind of kept your eye on, or was it just kind of like let let's see how how where my career takes me next? Yeah, that was I I had I had wanted to be a CIO for a long time. I, I mm-hmm. you know obviously in in my field in IT. You know, the CIO is, is the top. That's your pinnacle. That's where you want to be if, if you want to do it kind of your way. Um, I, like I said, I think I was very lucky. I learned from a couple of folks that ran very good shops, really had great relationships with their organization and their people, and, and hopefully I learned from them enough to, to run half as good a shop as they did because I, I, I think very highly I keep in touch with both of them. Actually, uh, Rick Warren, his, he was in the – Taekwondo is a national champion in Taekwondo, and he he worked with my son on his on his Taekwondo when he was young. Oh, wow. So, oh, that's very cool. And obviously, you know that those are both uh, names that uh, everyone knows. So, so good people to learn from. But yeah, what about both um, yeah? And was there any kind of like particular like pieces of advice that really stood out, or was it more just kind of like you know? Um, Watching that, watching the way they handled certain situations and things like that. I don't know that there's one piece of advice anybody could give anybody that would would answer all your yeah. all of your needs. I mean, obviously our industry is way too complex, and you know, as as you know, that this job is not just about the technology. I try and say this job is about the service, and it's about the relationships. You know, if if we were to come in here and just do the best job in the world about the technology, but piss all of our customers off we wouldn't be successful. Yeah. So our customer service satisfier survey is based on their satisfaction. And a lot of that is how happy they are with the way we treat them. How yeah. are we are we not just saying no, are we helping them understand the trade-offs? You know, if we came in there and said, "No, you have to do A." They're not going to be happy even if that's truly what needs to be done. If yeah. they don't understand why, if we haven't helped them understand what the trade-offs are, if we haven't helped them understand, they don't necessarily, they don't need to know the bits and the bytes and why do I want to go to a 10 gig network versus a 1 gig network? They don't care about that. They they don't even know what it means. 
But if they understand that, by the way, on this older, slower network, your radiology images are going to be slow. If they understand that when you've got a whole bunch of people sharing that small pipe, it's going to be slow. That's what you have to help them understand. And the trade-offs, you know, we have to be realistic. Um, You know, being geeks, most of us, we want the latest and greatest, but we also have to realize the organization also needs new beds, and they need new infusion pumps, and they need a new elevator, and they need, you know, other things. So it's it's not all about having the latest and greatest laptop and cars and computers and all that. It's about having what we need for the right price. Right. And what about as far as, uh, you know, taking on a, a role when the CIO had been there for, for 43 years? I can imagine that that may have been something that was tough to approach. How did you, how did you kind of uh, approach that situation? You know, it, he actually was here. He, he was retiring. And he was here, I think, about three months after I after I got here. So he was part of. He led the search. Um, when I got here, we I literally was given the office right across the hall from him. So he helped me learn who the people were in the organization. He helped me understand how he ran the shop. Um, it, it was, you know, we we have different personalities. We do things differently. That's that's not a, a ping against him or not that I'm better or he's worse. It's just we're different. So we run things differently. But the good thing was he was very open about what he thought worked and what he didn't. He was very open about the strengths and weaknesses of what was here. You know, he had the same trade-offs I do. There's there's no such thing as always the right way. There's a lot of, well, it was gray, and, and he, right now we think the best trade-off is to go with C. Tomorrow the best trade-off, given the things that we have and know at the time, might be D. But you know, he, he made decisions based on all the information he had and the resources he had at his time. You know, he, he had to do something well, pretty well. He was here 43 years, and the yeah. place didn't burn down. You know, that, that's, the, <laughs> that's a tribute in and of itself. And went through a couple of hurricanes, as I understand, in his 43 years. So, and, again, kept the place working and running. Yeah, but that's good. And I'm sure it made a difference having him, you know, be part of the the, the process of selecting you and, uh, you know, not not like you were just walking in uh, completely blank. Yes, yes. Okay. Um, all right. Well, we the, the last thing I, I just wanted to ask about was um, I'd seen it in LinkedIn that you're pretty involved in um, Big Brothers Big Sisters, and it's uh, it's something that I always like to ask people about because um, obviously uh, the, the role of a CIO right now is uh, time-consuming is a nice way of putting it, but uh, just about, yeah. you know, the importance of taking some time out and, and what you get out of, uh, you know, giving some of your time. Yeah. So up in Michigan, I was I was on the board and then the board president for Big Brothers Big Sisters of Jackson County. Um, it was very fulfilling in a lot of ways. Um, I've always believed in children's causes. We have, a, my wife and I, we have five kids, six grandkids. So we, you know, we're both big on children's causes, was very involved in that program. Also was a good thing for our kids to see and to learn to give back to the community. Um, down here in, in Mobile, I'm actually now joined the board of a school called Bright, Bright Beginnings, which is a, a school for uh, severely dyslexic and children that have other learning disabilities. And so we've been involved in that. And it's, it's again, it's a, it's a cause that helps, helps us feel good, you know, that we're doing things for kids that have challenges. There are a lot of kids in this country that have a lot of challenges. And you can't solve all of them, but you can sure help. And I think that that's something I think we all should be doing, giving back in some way. 
Um, even if it's, you know, I always tell people, even if it's give five bucks, you know, that's something. Um, I think that in many cases what people need more, though, than the money is the time just yeah. to get out there and, and give some some leadership, put some some sweat equity into it, you know, go out and do the bake sale with them. Go out and, you know, with a, when I was at Big Brothers, we would go out and uh, work at MIS Mobile, Michigan International Speedway, and uh, and that was <laughs> a lot of work and it was hot, but we, you know, we'd man a concession stand and clean up after the races and stuff. And then we did a lot of other fundraisers. They did bowling events and everything else, and we worked every one of them. My kids and I would do every one of them. My wife and I would do every one of them, and uh, it, it's. It really helps helps ground you sometimes that you know we get caught up in how tough things are for us, and then you you see what others may have, be going through, and you realize you don't have it so bad after all. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 good. That's a good take, and um, I think that uh, if people see that either you know your family member or uh, you know your manager leader is involved in this, then kind of sometimes it makes you uh, look at yourself and say, you know what, maybe I have time to do it too. And uh, so that's, a, that's yeah. a really good positive thing. Okay. We definitely got, got to cover a lot, so I, I really appreciate it. Um, unless there's anything you wanted to add, which uh, I really think we got through it all. Um, I want to thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. No problem. I appreciate uh, reaching out. Um, if you have any other follow-on questions, don't hesitate to call and, and or email, and we can uh, – we can go over it. I... All right. Well, then, yeah, I'll I'll, uh, I'll be in touch. But, um, yeah, thanks again so much, and I uh, hope to talk to you again in the future. Okay. Thanks, Kate. All right. Thank you, Mark. Okay. Bye. Thank you for listening to this podcast from healthsystemcio.com. To hear other podcasts, visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com backslash podcast.